Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Nice to have your company here on Sports Day and time for Green to Green. Thanks to Barra and O'Day because the little things are everything. Former golf pro, part of 3AW's Twilight Zone and Radio Ratings Gold, Marco Allen joins us. So welcome, <laughs> mate. How are you going? Mate, I'm very well. Um, I did some commentary on the West Australian PGA last week, uh, golf course in Kalgoorlie. Many said, uh, we've got Graham Marsh. Oh, I'm not sure many people this side of Australia understand just how big Graham Marsh was, but it was great to get him on. A, a wonderful Western Australian, you guys know that. Um, and honestly, if I could have one one-tenth of the career that man had, I would have been a very happy golfer. Anyway, now, uh, West now. Australian Open this week. West Australian Open this week as well. Well, well hang on. Let's, so, go back, let's go back to Kalgoorlie. I mean, just correct me if I'm wrong here, but he designed the course out there, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he does, man, he's designed a lot of good golf courses. I mean, mm. the Vines as well. Um, he's made a little touch-up here and there to, to many courses around the country. Uh, there's a golf course called Growling Frog here in Australia. It's a public course, but it's very, very good. Uh, I really like his design. I think he's. I think he's quite clever. Yeah, nothing um, better than a grounding and, uh, frog. Does a, yeah. does a great job. It does a great job. Does uh, a great job. Now, <laughs> now, right. now, we had a chat to uh, the winner last night uh, here on our program, uh, and it was uh, fantastic from out there at uh, at Kalgoorlie. Now, uh, the young fellow was so excited. The pink shirt. I had a crack at him. A young Macaluzzi, <laughs> and uh, I thought yeah, that yeah, mate, yeah, that's yeah. an omen. And he wasn't. He, he was actually. He actually was a little bit surprised that he wore it in the last round of a previous tournament that he didn't win, but now it's a bit of an omen thing, and everyone's giving him feedback that he looks all right. Well, do you know what? Um, he bogeyed like the 11th and the 12th hole, and I said on I said on, on air, I said, that's it from Michelosi. Wipe his name off. But he ended up playing the last six holes under par, and everybody else, and when I say everybody, I'm talking about everybody, Felton in particular, I think they played the last six holes four over. So it was just a ridiculous situation where the, where the guys in front fell over, and Michaluzzi, who just you know had a brain fade on the par five eleventh, um, three putted from nowhere, chipped and three putted for a bogey. I mean it was a disaster, and then bogeyed another. That was it. And then out of the blue, he's the one who came back. I mean it was it was a remarkable tournament, but a good one. And, and gee, Kalgoorlie looked fantastic on the telly. Marco, Fred Couples, uh, he's uh, getting on in the years, but uh, his golf game is uh, still quite sharp, isn't it? Well, it was the story of the weekend of golf, as far as I'm concerned. Fred Couples, 63 years old. I'll say that again, 63, Fred Couples. He starts the last round, a handful of shots behind the leader in the Champions Tour event on the weekend. He gets to the fifth hole at birdies five, birdies six, birdies seven, birdies eight, birdies nine. So he's you know, played the front nine in five under par, and that's not bad. He pars 10, pars 11. So he's still five under through 11 holes. It's not bad. But then, how's the finish? Birdies 12, 
birdies 13, birdies 14, birdies 15, birdies 16, birdies 17, and just for good measure, birdies 18. Shoots 60 in the last round of a tournament and beats his age by three shots and wins the tournament by a handful of shots. It's, it's one of the most remarkable things I've seen because his putting's always been a little bit dodgy, particularly since he, he got past 60. But he hit the ball. I've seen some highlights. He hit the ball like the Fred Couples of old. He still swings it like the Fred Couples of old. It's the most watchable golf swing I've ever seen. I mean, if, if I had to choose one player to watch hit a golf ball for the rest of my life, I, I think Fred Couples would probably be that guy. You know, the Fred Couples of the 1990s. But still, I mean, to beat your age by three shots is one thing. To beat your age by three shots to win a tournament is something spectacular. Um, and I think we all should pay homage to this man. It was a frightening performance. If he had gone under 60, is there a decent chance that he would have been the oldest man to hit a 59? Yes, I think that's I think that's absolutely spot on. And the course wasn't, you know, it was a 7,000-yard-plus golf course. So... I uh, like Karen up, maybe just a little bit shorter than Lake Karen up. Um, so uh, a very, very strong golf course, and, and they are these days. You know, the the, the seniors, it's, it's always about seven thousand yards plus, uh, and when they get to the big tour, most courses these days seventy three or seventy four hundred yards. So fifty, about fifty, forty or fifty yards longer each each hole. So that's the way they do it these days. But still. Um, just um, uh, yeah, my God, the booty to last seven to win a tournament is off the charts. Now, what about the chief executive of the Breakaway Tour, Liv? They're going to create their own Masters. F the Masters, they say, the bombshell that could kill golf as we know it. <laughs> hey, now they are. They're, now they're, they're, they're actually having the lead of us all now. <laughs> they're going to create some majors. Look, good look, good luck to them because if you're going to have a tour, you've got to have your, your biggest tournaments. For instance, in Australia, uh, let's go back to 1989, um, uh, Peter Senior won our four biggest tournaments. So it was like the Johnny Walker Classic, the Australian Open, the Australian PGA, and the Australian Masters, one of them all. And they were our four majors of our circuit. So Live Golf, well, they got 14 tournaments at the moment or 12 tournaments at the moment. If they end up with 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 tournaments, they should have their four big ones. But um, they're not going to be anything like the US Open or the US Masters or the British Open. They're not, they're not going to be, they're just not going to be anything like it. But they will be the major tournaments on that circuit. And that's something that they should look to do and look to celebrate. Uh, the Aramco uh, Team Series, uh, Marco, there's uh, potential for some more Saudi involvement in the game, in the women's game? Well, this, 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 I'm glad you brought it up because the Saudis have been in, involved in the women's game for a long, long time. This Aramco, or I'm not sure how you say it, but the team championship, um, you know, it, it's not a Saudi-led tour, but it's a Saudi tournament. Now, I don't understand how the girls, there's no one saying anything about it. You know, the same people that have ripped apart live golf are not ripping apart the girls playing in this event. Now, to me, that's hypocrisy. Is, I don't care whether it's just one tournament or a tour. I don't care. You know, it's, it's the money's coming from the same place. And the girls are not playing on the LPGA circuit to come across and take appearance fees, big ones, to come and play in this team event. And it's all Saudi money. So good luck to them. I think it's, you know, it's fine. It shouldn't be a golfer's responsibility to, you know, jump up and down about human rights. That's for the politicians to do.
That's that's just my view. That's just in my opinion. Politicians look after that stuff. Sports people have got to go out and play sport, and they're playing sport in this tournament this week, and not one little bow peep from anybody, nobody really. They're not saying anything. Nothing like they were against Greg and everybody else. So. I think it's just hypocrisy. All right. Last one before we let you go. A little bit controversial, but uh, the worst Mm. Q school disqualification uh, that you've heard of. Uh, Tell me. This is disgusting what's happened here. And and the rules of golf should be ashamed. And So this kid has shot 66 in the first round of the Q school. Believe me, that's exactly what you want to do. You want to get off to a cracking start. An hour after he signed his card, he got a phone call telling him he was disqualified. So what he's done... He's hit off on a hole and there's water all the way down the left. Now, his ball hasn't crossed land, but they weren't sure whether the ball was playable or not on the bank where it landed. So the kid in provisional gets up there, his ball's on the bank, tips out, makes a bogey or par or whatever he made and goes on to shoot 66. Now, it's a little-known rule and, and a rule that people should know. And the rule is you're not allowed to hit a provisional ball. You're just not allowed to if you think the ball has gone in a hazard. So nobody said anything at the time. The kid, you know, what he would have had to have done in this situation, okay, let's say the ball's gone in and it was unplayable. He would have had to walk all the way up, 300 yards, have a look where his ball was, say, you know what, that's in the water and I can't play it. And then he would have had to walk all the way back to the tee. Now, that's a ridiculous rule in golf. So the rule says you're not allowed to hit a provisional if you get into a hazard. That rule's got to be relaxed in this situation moving forward because what has happened today is a disaster and the caddy who didn't pipe up and say something at the time, he's almost as bad. I think it's really, really bad. You work your life to to get an opportunity to play in these big tours and and this is just to get on the, the secondary tour in America but that's the stepping stone to get to the big one. And when you shoot 66, you get a phone call an hour later to say you've been disqualified for something that's not particularly wrong. I, I think it's I think it's horrible what happened to that poor kid. Good on you, Marco. We've out, run out of time, mate. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll have a chat to you next week. See you, guys. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91